You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. Hey, welcome back to the channel. And if you're new here, then welcome. My name is Mia Danielle, and I chat all about holistic and clutter-free spaces and simplifying your life. And today I'm gonna be sharing 25 ways that you can gamify decluttering. I think the most underrated method of squashing procrastination and building productivity is play to make something fun. When something is fun, we're more inspired and motivated to do it, and we're less likely to procrastinate. And often our results are even better because of it. And especially when it comes to our home, play is definitely not typically at the foreground. Our homes are seen as like a chore, literally. So pick a few of these to try out based on whatever style of play you tend to enjoy the most. We're all different. We all enjoy different things. You may find that this totally revolutionizes the way that you declutter and maintain your home. Number one is race and reward. This is definitely something that I did with my kids when they were younger, elementary school, junior high. I would tell them to declutter their spaces and that whoever finished first would get to choose the movie that we watched that night. And whoever didn't quit would get ice cream. So as long as they didn't quit, they still got the ice cream. There was that incentive to keep going even if they felt like they were losing. But whoever won, which was the encouragement to race and to add a little bit of a game to the mix, would get a little addition of being able to choose the movie. Number two is a numbers challenge. Now this could be you setting a specific number that you want to achieve just to kind of challenge yourself and see if you can get there. It could be something like, oh, I have 150 DVDs and I wonder what that would look like if I could get it down to 25. But there are also some more official challenges that you probably heard of. The one that I've heard the most is the men's game where you declutter one thing on day one, you declutter two things on day two, etc. By the time you get to day 30, you're decluttering 30 things. And then ideally by the end of the month, you've decluttered cluttered a whole slew of things and your home looks very different. That challenge spread like wildfire. It was so popular because people love a good challenge and they love having rules and parameters and something that they can share with other people who are also doing the same thing. Number three is a funding challenge. This brings back memories of my childhood in the Texas heat, planning garage sales, sometimes having a friend or two come over and help. And the reason that we were so eager to help and we would actually go through the effort is because we would get to use that money for whatever we wanted. I remember this one particular year that our goal was to raise $200 so that we could go stay at a lake cabin with the family. And just having that specific number we were trying to achieve really made going through the process a no-brainer. Like we were trying to get rid of all kinds of things. We made it official with our little cashier cash register thing uh, and price tags and all of that, which by the way, I don't think is on the list, but is another great way to gamify, to kind of role play being a cashier or having a little store. Of course, nowadays, if I was going to try to fund something, I would likely do it online instead of doing a big garage sale. Just go to OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace, and you can still set some kind of a funding goal for yourself that you're trying to achieve to take maybe a little staycation or to go on a date night with your significant other. Number four is digital scrapbooking. Now you can definitely do actual scrapbooking, but you might find that you're bringing in a little more clutter with all the scrapbooking materials, but you can do it digitally. 
digitally. You can upload all of your photos digitally. You can create whatever kind of really cool artistic scrapbooks you want with a little digital ribbon and the different colors, and you can share it with different people and put it on social media if you want. So we like art. Like art in itself is a game. It's creative. It's fun. We learn this from the time that we're toddlers, that art is fun. Along those same lines, number five is to create a digital art book. I've looked at these. I've never actually ordered one, but I think it would be a really cool idea if my daughters were younger or when my toddler is older. You don't necessarily want to keep all of the sheets of art forever and ever. What you can do is keep a few of the pieces that they really want to hold on to and then put the rest into a printed book. Then it's nice and consolidated. It's a fun gift that people get really excited about. So that could be another way to bring enjoyment to the process is knowing that you're creating a gift that they don't know about that's going to just blow them away. And you could also do it with things like letters. If you've accumulated years of letters or cards, Number six is bingo, decluttering bingo. I've definitely seen these online before, so there are several out there that you could probably choose from and digitally download. You could even fill it out digitally if you don't wanna print it or don't have a printer. I think that this would actually be really great for kids, even for teens. My wheels really started spinning when I was thinking of this, to where you could have each row be some kind of a small win or some kind of a small treat, maybe diagonal as a little bit of a bigger treat. And then when you fill the whole card, it's the biggest treat. So maybe a row could be something like going out for ice cream. Maybe a column could be something like going to the movies. And maybe filling the whole card could be something like going, I don't know, to the zoo or like a little bit more of a, an event. I think that my kids are really reward motivated. I think that this would work really well. Number seven is before and after photos. Who doesn't love a good before and after photo? And you can share them online, you can share your progress, it can bring extra accountability, but also, you know, give you a little bit of pride in showing all of the great progress that you've made. If you think about it, people who have blogs or YouTube channels or podcasts that are dedicated to sharing their story and their progress with getting mounds and mounds of clutter out of their house, that medium, that blog or podcast or whatever, was their way of gamifying. It. That was what made it fun. It challenged them. It gave them accountability to keep going. It gave them a reason to keep going because it was fun to share the progress and to be able to create something from all of the mounts of clutter they were losing. Number eight is a virtual swap meet. You can definitely do this in person too, but I just personally feel like that would be, it would be more challenging for me. I don't have a huge group of people that I would be looking to swap things with, but you have local Facebook communities that are created already for buy, selling, and trading. And you could go and just make a post in there for like, hey, whoever would like to come to this virtual swap meet, go to this link, and then people could show up with their things and see if there's anything that locally would like to be traded. You might find something that you could actually use and need, be able to get it for free while simultaneously getting rid of your clutter. Number nine is to assign daily points or assign task points and work on a point accumulation system. Points are so motivating for really no reason. I mean, like I play video games sometimes and it's really all based off of leveling and point systems and even just like running through with Mario and collecting all the coins and hearing all of the dings. There's just something really rewarding about that. So when you can build in any kind of a reward system for your efforts, it can be really great. And you can also set bigger, more tangible rewards at the end of accumulating so many points. If I was going to do this method, I would probably do it digitally. I would probably create something to where whenever I click a little button, it automatically assigns me five points for whatever tasks button I clicked that day so that by the end of the 30 days, I can go back and see and tally how many points I racked up. 
That could also be great because you could set up daily reminders and daily requirements. Number 10 is a good old timer challenge. I hear people talking about that all the time, just setting a timer for five minutes or 15 minutes or an hour, depending on how much time you're wanting to invest and seeing how much you can accomplish or giving yourself a certain amount of time to accomplish a certain task. Like, okay, I have 15 minutes to finish this drawer. Let's get this drawer done in the 15 minutes. Those types of challenges also help you to really focus because there's a timer running and you're like hyper-focused on this one thing for this specific period of time. But it's also just a little bit challenging, gets the heart race up a little bit. Number 11 is a capsule project. I remember back when I first started hearing about capsule projects and Courtney Carver had her 33-3-3 challenge that she had done for herself. I can't remember if that's right. I know there are a lot of threes in it, but basically I think she got her wardrobe down to 33 items and then she would wear that on rotation. And that became so popular. So many people were trying the 33-3 challenge, whatever it was. And honestly, you don't have to go by any specific challenge like that. Some people like to do something that's already been established, but really just the whole process of creating a capsule wardrobe, mood boarding, selecting the pieces, designing your styles that fit your personality, you know, curating everything down. It's just a fun process. It's kind of fun like shopping is fun or like doing art is fun. I would venture to say that probably even more than just having a minimized wardrobe, people enjoy the process of curating a capsule wardrobe. Number 12 is a decluttering relay. This is something that I think would be really great for kids. One can go declutter something, come back, tag in the other one. They go declutter something, come back, tag in the other one, and just back and forth like that instead of just this whole constant motion of going and having them declutter, which can be super boring for kids. You could do something like that with your significant other. It could be like, okay, I'm going to go declutter all of the drawers in the kitchen, but when I'm done, I'm gonna go tag you in to declutter the storage in the garage while I play on video games for a while. Number 13 is to curate a decluttering playlist. This is something I know a lot of people like to do, and it's your opportunity just to be able to listen unlimited to all of your favorite music. How often do you really get to do that in a day? I mean, usually we're working or commuting or having conversations or focusing on something, but just to be able to dig all into your music and listen to whatever your most motivating playlist is while you walk around mindlessly decluttering things could be a more enjoyable method. Number 14, roll the dice. Now you could just use a regular die and digitally or on a piece of paper assign what each numbered side means to declutter but I recommend that you make at least one of the sides something enjoyable or something that has nothing to do with decluttering. It could even be just like take the day off. And so there's a little bit of a, oh, I hope I get that one, but if I don't, I'll do one of these other things that it lands on the side of. Number 15 could be a decluttering puzzle. This is something you could take pictures of different rooms of your home and you know digitize it and then just digitally have it made into a little puzzle so that you can digitally move the little pieces in. Or of course you can do all of these things physically if you want, it just seems like there are a lot more steps involved. But basically each puzzle piece would be a different room of your home and then once the puzzle is complete, it is complete. Number 16 is bullet journaling. This is one of my favorite ways to track progress and to really inspire myself to finish whatever it is that I'm starting or to take action to keep going. You can make just beautiful designs that you fill in. It's like a coloring book, basically, that you fill in 
as you complete each project. I've used flowers with flower petals before. I've created little coffee mugs that are filled in as I complete, and you can even fill and raise the line of the coffee as you go. There are just so many beautiful designs, honestly, endless designs. And you can get even more unlimited ideas if you don't think you're a very creative person by just looking at bullet journal inspo on Instagram or Google or YouTube. Along those same lines, number 17 is a habit tracker. Now I think you can do habit tracking in bullet journals, so it could be hand in hand, but also there are so many apps out there that do habit tracking and push a button a day and it, okay, you've done that habit for the day. Number 18, guess the number, like beans in a jar. You could open up a box and you and whoever's helping you to declutter could guess how many items are in that box and whoever wins maybe gets a quarter, I don't know, whatever you wanna swap for things like that, or just do it for the fun of it. Number 19, a decluttering deck of cards. I've seen these pre-made. Of course, if you wanted to make your own, you could make your own, but essentially you could do what you wanted with those. You could every day flip one over from the top. You could shuffle them in and do a random draw every day. A decluttering music game would be great for kids who are in elementary school. Kind of like musical chairs, when the music's playing, they're decluttering, but whenever the music stops, they stop, or they get to take a break, or they get to sit down and play with the toys for 15 minutes before the music starts back up. Number 21, spin the wheel. This is something that I did for my giveaway. Actually, I did a couple of giveaways and I used Google wheel something or another. Google has their own wheel spin. You could do this with decluttering tasks. You could type out a full list of decluttering tasks and every day or once a week, go in and click to spin the wheel and see what it lands on. That actually sounds like a lot of fun to me. I love spinning wheels. Number 22, if you're into things like Taskmaster or like to make a big adventure of things, you could totally make a big decluttering adventure with quests that are worth certain number of points or that give you certain rewards once you complete them. You could create a little map of your home and have you know a scavenger hunt that's mixed in with different quests for different locations that can be completed or beasts to be conquered in the form of a big pile of laundry, I don't know. You could get super creative with it. You could even have an actual board or paper or physical version that you're getting to move the pieces of as you take the actions in real life. Number 23, you could create a time capsule as reward for going through all of your sentimental and memorabilia from past years, going through the giant boxes in the garage, selecting certain things that you're gonna put into a time capsule and decluttering the rest. Countdowns can be quite motivating and encouraging, and it could be a great way to gamify your decluttering process to put yourself on some kind of a countdown timer. It could be like a seven-day countdown timer or a 30-day countdown timer. And so you could see when that date's approaching that you get a little bit more urgency and you start finishing things up more because that is your goal. And number 25 is decluttering fitness. And most specifically, I'm thinking getting in your steps. If you have something that's counting your steps or you're wanting to encourage yourself to get more physical and get more physical activity in, you could even make lifting the clutter, lifting the boxes and walking the boxes a part of your fitness routine. Try to think of how you can make decluttering double as your source of fitness. And guess what? Games are coming soon to my free resource library. If you haven't already accessed it, it has tons of freebies already loaded, 100 item checklists for just about every room of your house, challenges, PDFs, journaling prompts, all different kinds of things are already in there. And then we have games that are coming up soon. You can access this library by going to miadaniel.com forward slash freebies, or just use the link down in the description. I'll chat with you next week.